Welcome to Iron Bell Ministries podcast. I'm Stephen McCorder, and I'm here with Jessica Diedrich. Hey, guys. And, you know, we uh, are excited about what we're going to talk about today. We feel like God's put something on our hearts, again, that um, is timely. And, uh, you know, what we really want to kind of cover is something that the Lord's been speaking to me, and it sounds like it's been speaking to Jessica on it as well, um, is this concept of God's heart for unity, um, His heart for oneness amongst His people, and uh, really His heart for, for harmony amongst His people. And we want to talk a little bit about that this morning. Yeah, that's good. You know, we, we just had a worship night a few days ago, and it was awesome, you know, really and for those of you guys who've been listening the last couple of weeks, Stephen and I have been talking about being in a season of shifting, mm. being in a season of transition. And it's so funny because um, people are really resonating with that. And um, I just love what the Lord is doing. But it's so clear that when he's when he's speaking on something, he really is speaking to his whole body. Mm-hmm. Um I've had people just from different parts of the country who I've talked to about it. And they're like, yes, like we are in a season of shifting. And so even today, what we want to talk about, I know it's going to speak to a lot of people because again, the Lord, um, he, he doesn't, you know, talk to this congregation over here, this congregation over here. It's his body, the church. Yeah. And it sounds like such a grandiose thing to talk about. And it almost has become one of those things when you talk about unity, people almost have this like demeanor of like, that's nice. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like let's that. Get on with it. That's cute. <laughs> Unity. That's adorable. But it's it's really it's like man, this guy. You know, the, in John 17, the one thing that Jesus prays is that I pray that our people, that your people would be one, as we are one. And he, this is one of the last things he prayed for his believers. And it seems like um, we all agree with it. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to ask anybody, do you agree with that? They would say yes, yes, and and I would say yes, and and at times though the way that I act doesn't say that. Yeah, you know, it's like I catch myself going, and so I've been asking lately the Lord, you know, God, what is your heart behind this? You know, what is your heart behind this concept of unity, and what's it really look like? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not to get into details. We don't want to do that today. Of like you should do this in a service, and you should not do that in a service. <laughs> We don't want to really create that. There's plenty of books out there that you can read and, and argue about that. But really, what's God's heart behind it? And let that begin to kind of guide us. Mm-hmm. And just a few minutes ago, it's a Wednesday morning here at the barn, which we love. It's our mm-hmm. favorite morning of the week. Um, for those of you who don't know, just come on out to the Iron Bell every Wednesday, 7 to 10 a.m. for some mm-hmm. quiet time. But we were just over in the barn. And so Stephen starts telling me, hey, after worship night, I got this download from the Lord and it's all about unity. And we just started talking about it with a couple of us there. And I'm like, wait, pause, let's just go over (laughs) to the cabin and let's record this because, um, I think what, what he's speaking to your heart is so good. And again, Mm. it came after worship night where, um, where we did, we started to see the Lord shift. There was definitely like moving into a a greater anointing and flow of his presence. So Mm. I just, Stephen, I want, you just share what we started talking about a couple minutes ago. Yeah, so, you know, worship night was really great. And, and really, uh, I see this a lot at our at our worship nights that we have. We have the last Friday of each month here. As of right now, when you're hearing this podcast, it's the last Friday of each month. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we've been, ha- we have these worship nights, which is just, you know, basically a night where everybody comes together and we just work. It's, a, it's, it's primarily, primarily worship and prayer and um, intermingled with just, you know, um, words from the Lord and teaching. And um, 
it's really special. And one of the things that I believe has made it so special, I've heard so many people say, is like, there's so many different people from different churches and different streams here mm-hmm. that normally would not be yeah. in the same room and together. different age groups and yeah, yeah different ages you know from from high school to college kids to people in you know midlife to older um, and mm-hmm. it's amazing all the diversity that's in one place all these streams that come together with the same heart which is just to exalt the lord and to seek and uh, you know the presence of god in that place it's amazing Go ahead. It seemed like you were no, going to no, say yeah, something. Yeah. No, so I know. Yeah, so that is that is unique to to worship nights. And I think, um, you know, what the Lord showed you was just a really cool picture of mm-hmm. as, you know, as I feel like the Lord is bringing us together and he's really he's really calling us together as as churches, as one body. What does that look like? Because, you know, we've mm-hmm. been in our silos for so long and mm-hmm. we're like, well, this is how I do things. And um and there might be some bumps in the road, right? As, as he oh, brings yeah. us together. And mm-hmm. so I just love the picture of unity that the Lord spoke to you um, after worship night. Yeah. And you know, it, it really is this, when you have a space where worship night, I, I hate using these words because it labels people, but I, I think this will help people understand. I would say maybe charismatic mm-hmm. meets a more conservative evangelical approach mm-hmm. where you have all these different streams like that in the same yeah. room. Baptist, Catholic, we've got everybody, (laughs) non-denominational. It's quite frankly, it's amazing. And I love it. I love it. And even when I travel leading on the weekend, I'm always at a different type of place. And so I get to see this a lot. And so that's part of why this is on my heart is it's like, I see it all the time. And there's this part of my spirit that's just like, God, what is your heart for this? How do you, how do you get these people? What's it look like, all of them being in the same room? And the Lord gave me this really great picture, um, which I was spent most of my time in in 1 Corinthians 12 through 14. The Lord kind of sent me there, and I, I really just sat on it. And He gave me this really beautiful picture. As I was reading 14, one of the things He says at one point, and He's talking about gifts of the spirits and all kinds of stuff, and what a worship service looks like, and you know, and disorder and order and all this kind of stuff. But one of the things He says that stuck out to me is this makes uh, for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. He was talking about how they honor each other and they love each other and they care about each other. There's grace for each other. And I started thinking about what does it look like all these different people? And of course, being a musician, the Lord gave me this picture of a musical chord. And, uh, you know, a chord is, is three different notes. You know, there's the first, the third, and the fifth, which is basically, you know, three different notes. And, um, you know, in the in the key of G, let's say the G is the is is the first, and the third is the B minor, and the the B and the fifth is the is the D. Well, these are all different chords; they're completely different from each other. Um, and when you listen to them separately, they're they're pretty, they're nice. Mm-hmm. When you put them together, they make a sound that is beautiful mm-hmm. and powerful, more powerful than they are separate from each other. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that is, the Lord said, "That's what the body looks like when you have all these different." expressions of my heart in the same place apart from each other they're great but when you put them all together in the same place um, they're beautiful and it's something powerful happens i believe in the lord which is what we experience a lot of worship nights just the power of god and the presence of god in this way that's just so amazing and overwhelming i think that's part of the reason why and so you know the lord was just saying to me so the chord that's good you know right we see this chord i'm like but god what are the things what's the standard he said what are they tuned by 
Because, you know, those you can have, if you've ever heard a piano that's out of tune, next to a piano's tune, they could be playing a chord, and it sounds terrible. <laughs> they sound very much <laughs> out of unity. <laughs> it sounds awful. And when you hear the one that's in tune, you're like, oh, that's great. And, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, but there's a standard by which that instrument tunes to. And, you know, technical terms, I guess we could call it concert pitch or you know, for musicians out there, it's 440A. And the concept is, is this thing that you tune to. It's a, it's a frequency and a hertz that you tune to so that all the other notes come in line and they're all in tune together. And I said, Lord, what is the concert pitch? What is the standard for your church coming together? All these different notes coming in tune together. And if you read that 1 Corinthians 2nd, I believe, you know, 12 through uh, 14, I believe that Paul says it's love. And, wow. it's, and it's grace. And when we have love and we have grace as the standard for which all these notes come into tune to make the chord, to make the sound that God wants to release, I believe that what we see is something beautiful. And it allows for imperfection. It allows for even moments of uncomfortableness, <laughs> you know, because grace and love are bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That is that is so good that. Love is the standard we tune to. Mm-hmm. And I think about um, even in 1 Corinthians 13 when Paul says, you know, if I, if I don't have love, mm-hmm. I'm a clanging cymbal. I'm a noise that is not working in unison with the, the song that's being played. Yeah. I'm just this thing over here, like making this noise that's, re- that's disruptive. It's out of pitch. It's... It's not honoring the other members. Mm. And I love what you said. We tune to the standard of love. And when, because when love works, it all works together as one. Yeah. And you know, um, it also says, you know, love keeps no record of being wronged. Mm. (laughs) I would say, you know, even offense, you know, I'm not going to let myself be offended by this because I love this person because I'm asking God to give me their heart, give me Mm. his heart rather for them. Um, and when you start to have somebody's, your God's heart for a person, um, you know, how they do things may be different than how you do things, but when mm-hmm. you're both honoring and loving and showing grace to each other in that place and you're fixed solely on the Lord yeah. in that place, yeah. you know, it's like oh, something powerful happens, I believe, um, in the spirit that is overwhelming, that is something that the church is longing for. It's mm-hmm. something that when we see it at worship nights and see it at other places sometimes yeah. when that happens, God breaks through in a way that is so powerful. Yeah. It's a, it's a bigger, it's the chord you're talking about because even as individuals were notes mm-hmm. or single notes, like you were talking mm-hmm. about, but yeah. even, um, different streams in the body, Yeah, you know, different groups of people, different denominations, mm-hmm. different movements, different ministries, they have a note to play. They have an instrument. They have a part to play in the symphony. And the Lord's like, you know what? When I bring all those instruments together, Mm. that's an expression that's beyond yourself. Mm. And you have to be okay with something that's different, something that doesn't look or sound like you. Mm. That's the biggest thing the Lord's just been speaking to me lately is, you know what? I show up in packages that sometimes rub you the wrong way. Mm. (laughs) Like, would you have the humility to say, okay, maybe I'm in this room with believers from different streams and, um, they have different gifts. They have different expressions, different personalities that maybe, that maybe I love and some maybe I'm not comfortable with and some that are my cup of tea and some that aren't. And he's saying, you know what, would you, would you have the humility to say, 
wow, there's an expression beyond myself. And there's something, God, that you bring through this other person, this other stream that I need because it reveals a facet of your character. Mm. It actually blesses me if I can choose Mm. to receive from something that's different than me. Yeah, I love that the but our bodies. This is what Paul says in First Corinthians twelve. He says, "But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where He wants it." How strange a body would be if it only had one part. <laughs> yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, "I don't need you." The head can't say to the foot, you know, or the feet, "I don't need you." And it's that kind of a concept. It's like. Mm-hmm. We read that a lot, but when you start applying it to something like this, I get it. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I get it. You know, hey, the, the chord, G chord, can't be that chord without the D, without the B, mm-hmm. even though it's not a G. <laughs> yeah. And I know that's like, that's really nerdy music, you know, metaphor, but <laughs> bear good. with me. But, you know, the thing about that, too, is it's like, you know, I keep seeing God just, he's like, I wrote two years ago, or maybe even less than that, even still now, I catch myself going, you know, like by how somebody else does something even outside of worship like how somebody is spiritually or personality wise i catch Mm -hmm. myself going "Eh, i don't know about that that's weird instead of asking the question god what are you teaching me about you through this person Mm -hmm. what is your heart for this person because there's something they have to offer that i can receive that i can receive that's important to the body and when we all work together like that something really powerful happens Mm -hmm. there's a fullness Mm. yeah Wow. Now, if you're an out-of-tune guitar player, I'm going to boot you from the band. <laughs> I'm going to show you how to tune to love. <laughs> yeah. I have grace and love unless you're pitchy and you're singing. No, it's <laughs> um, you know, even when, as you were talking about about that with the, the different notes and the chord, I was thinking of something that the Lord gave me um, a long time ago that's right in line with this. And mm. it's so cool. He reminded me of it. And it was like where uh, I think I was watching an orchestra play. And I was thinking, I was just marveling at all the, the different instruments, one, you know, and there were, there were groups of instruments, right? There's several violins here, several cellos here, several trumpets here. Mm. And then within this song they were playing, there's different movements of a song. And one of the things I was watching is, you know what, it's funny, everybody had their sheet music in front of them, right? But do you know what I noticed? That they were not staring at the sheet music. Mm. They were all eyes on the conductor. <laughs> and the Lord was saying to me, he goes, you know what? You, you, we get so stuck in the principles, in the, in the, the letter of the law. You know, we just, we look at principles and values and well, I think it should be done this way. Mm. And here's what this says. And the Lord's like, you have to look at me because I give the cue when you should play. I know what's coming in the song. And and that's the same thing as tuning to love because he is love. We're looking at him and we're like, and, and you know what else I noticed? That everybody in that orchestra was listening to each other. Mm. And that, oh my gosh, just right now, the I mean, that is like, do you know, it's, we get in our own lane oh my and we just do our own thing. And we don't consider, we don't consider the other members. We Mm. don't consider the people next to us. We don't consider others. And what you were saying is love, love considers the other. And so they had all eyes on the conductor. 
and they had ears toward each other and saying, you know what? I'm hearing Mm -hmm. that it's, it's that instrument's time. I'm hearing, wow, they have a part to play right now. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That means I'm not going to wail away over here on my trumpet. (laughs) I hear that right now it's the cello. And so I honor that member that's different. And do you know, and then it's the, it's a beautiful sound. Yeah. And I, I man, I can relate to all of that, by the way, after the conductor's thing, if you could have like grabbed your mic and said, Jessica out and just dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word for the day. <laughs> that was so good. I was like, Tyler, who's helping engineer. We're both laid out. That was amazing. Um, <clears throat> that's so good. God, uh, that is perfect. Just that picture of keeping your eye on the conductor. Nobody's going hey, You're not doing this right. You're not doing that right. And we're all focused on him. We come in union. We come in unity. Mm-hmm. In harmony. And we take our cues from him. Yeah. And you know what? And each, you know, each of us has a part to play. Mm. And I love my mom. um, Shelly Diedrich talks about this a lot. We're going to have her on a podcast soon Mm -hmm. talking about identity and value. And she talks about the symphony that's been written over your life and how each of us has a part to play. But it's so true. And it's the different members of the body. You know, the violin can't be the percussion. The trumpet can't be, you know, the cello and to be okay with who you are and Mm. to know that, you know, you have a unique part to play and then to watch the Lord because he has the right time Mm. to bring you forth in the symphony. Yeah. And even as the body and we're using a lot of musical terms, but even as the body, you know, Mm -hmm. it's important for us to go not be judging ourselves because this comes back to so many things it's connected to so many facets like jealousy you know Mm -hmm. like the ability to look at somebody and go i wish that you know i was better than them at this or that or it's also the ability to go it's okay that they're not me (laughs) you know that they don't do things the way that i do them it's you know and and even in you know as being um one of the worship leaders here and songwriters sometimes i feel that for sure, working with the other musicians, it's like, show me, God, how to, to pay attention to what you're doing with this person and give them the space to blossom and to bloom and to bring the thing that you've put in them mm-hmm. to, to the surface, you know, for everyone else to be blessed by it and for you to speak through it. And um, I think in, a, in an environment where we're paying attention to that, like you said, you know, we're watching the conductor, we're all eyes focused on the Lord the God of the symphony, mm-hmm. <laughs> the God of the concert, you know, the one who's the, the conductor God. You know, we're all focused on him. In that place, we fall into harmony and all the notes start lining up in this way that is so gorgeous mm-hmm. instead of just everybody's trying to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. That's good. And that's love. And part of love um, is honor. Mm-hmm. It's, it's recognizing when the Lord is moving through another member in the body yeah, and actually making room for that. Like you were saying to blossom. Yeah. And that ends up, it blesses everybody. Yeah. And you know, it's the, it, there's lots of different expressions, you know, especially in worship services, when it comes down to it, there's, it's about expressions, mm-hmm. you know, like in traditions and about how you do these things. And, and without getting into detail, I think for that, it's to recognize, like Paul said, you know, there's lots of different gifts, but they're all from the one spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, the same spirit is to understand that that's the thing that unifies us. Not that we all do things exactly the same. Right. It's that we have the same spirit of God inside of us, worshiping the same mm-hmm. God. And the different expressions are important, 
Right. They're not just, they're not distractions as much as they're important that we pay attention to them. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're showing us a part of who God is. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, not that people, you know, not that there are ways that we can do things better, but I'm just saying that to be aware of that is important. So. Wow. Love yeah. it. Love that word. That's a good one. So unity, being tuned to love. Mm playing your part in the symphony, honoring uh, one another, honoring the different members of the body, even when they don't look like you or sound like you, Mm. saying, Lord, they have the same spirit. And we want to come together as those different notes Mm. so that your chord can resound. Your symphony can be played. Yeah. So God, we just love you. We thank you uh, for being the conductor, God, for leading what, you know, it's like a, I see like a group of people come in, they're just like a mess, they're knocking all their instruments around, making a bunch <laughs> of noise, and then you tap that, you tap that podium, and everybody stops and listens and watches you, God, and then you start to wave your hands, and everybody's doing something different, but together it releases a sound that is so beautiful, and I believe that's the sound of heaven, God, that's your desire, is that when you are orchestrating all the different people and all the different expressions, all the different personalities that we all bring, and we're all focused on you, God, that you're able to conduct a symphony that um, that woos all of creation, um, Father. And we just say thank you so much that you you let us come in making a bunch of noise and a mess, and you're fine with it. You probably even smile at it sometimes. But as you tap that podium, you know that it's time to come into unity, to come into harmony together. Um, Father, we love that your heart, Lord, is one of love and grace, God, that we get to come into tune with your heart, which is one of love and grace. And Father, we just say that that fear has no place, God, in your body. Uh, it has no place in your bride, Father. We say that perfect love casts out fear, God, and thank you for that love, Lord, that we want to be in tune. Every single different note um, wants to be in tune with your heart, which is one of love. Amen. That was good. That was a good word. Thanks, Stephen, for sharing. Awesome. And um, we'll see you guys next week. In the meantime, if you want to connect with the ministry, you can find us on Facebook or at ironbellministries.org. And again, I'm Jessica Diedrich here with Stephen McWhorter, and we will see you guys next week. Take care.